listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network, GarbageHillNetwork.com. live Witch Police Radio episode. Um, we have a lot of new people here, so it might be best to explain what Witch Police Radio is uh, and then kind of... Wh- what we do. And kind of go from there. Uh, I'm Sam. I'm the regular host. This is the regular co-host, Ryan. I uh, I swear a lot, and uh, I now speak in strictly hashtags. So fucking... Yeah. There's no hashtag there. What the fuck is a hashtag? It's an octothorpe. Uh, okay. Anyway, it's pound sign. Uh, all right. Pounds, <laughs> so I'll take pound sign. The way this is... Octothorpe. Oh, that's what it's called. Yeah. All right, scientist. Um... <laughs> The way <laughs> the way the show usually works is um, we go to the houses or the cars or the apartments or studios or jam spaces of local musicians and other artistic types, and we interview them about their work. And uh, kind of the main uh, format of the show usually is we'll get to, uh, we'll pick a random theme word on the computer, and the guest will have to select songs from their own record collection that they can connect to that word. Uh, because we're doing this live, we're scrapping the theme thing. Uh, it's kind of the same way we did it with our last live show. And today we're just going to be interviewing people and uh, they're going to be performing live for you on stage. So yeah, that's yeah. generally how the show works. Um, again, thanks to everyone for coming. And it, there's a, you know, a lot of people we've never seen before, so I appreciate that uh, you all took the time to come out. Uh, thanks to Loose Fit for playing records. They'll be playing records uh, again at the end of the show as well. Yeah, so maybe you stick around, have some cocktails with Ryan. He doesn't work tomorrow. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, and... Uh, Thanks to The Handsome Daughter for having this and uh, to Garbage Hill Media for putting these on. Um, we're part of a, a local network of podcasts and it's all people doing this kind of thing on various topics. And uh, we've all sort of loosely banded together to kind of increase listenership throughout all the shows. And that's how these live shows started. So we're not the only show doing these. Uh, there's a few others uh, over the past few months we've doing shows as well. So, yeah, this is what we are. I've got to say we're the, the best dressed though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. And it takes a lot of coordination. A little bit. Yeah, at least two emails a week. At least two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's exhausting. <laughs> it really. is. It is. So um, usually, uh, because these live shows are a different format, last time we did this, we kind of stuck to with people we knew, uh, people who we were familiar with, whose music we were familiar with. But we're going to start this one off with someone whose music we've never heard before. Uh, it seems like a good way to uh, kick off a, a live show uh, by being completely unknown. So um, we're going to bring Aaron Shorten up here to come and talk to us about ukuleles, play some songs. And uh, yeah, so welcome... <laughs> Grab a seat right here. Oh. Oh. No, she's, she's going straight for it. Just give her a seat first and then we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll have a little chat. Yeah. I poured you water. <laughs> You're welcome. So yeah, grab a mic and uh, we'll ask you some. So thanks for, thanks for yeah. coming. No problem. Um, happy to be here. Yeah, like I said, I've never actually, I mean, I know what you do, kind of, but I've never actually heard it. So maybe the best way to do this, if you want to just explain, I mean, clearly you have a ukulele, um, <laughs> but what do For you do? For those of you yeah. not familiar with the ukulele, <laughs> yeah. it so is a tiny little guitar looking thing <laughs> she's holding in her hand. Yeah. So yeah, just get, maybe give us a quick rundown of, of what it is you actually do, and then we can kind of go from there. Sure. Uh, well, this is something that started off as an extracurricular activity. Um, the ukulele community is pretty big in Winnipeg. There's a whole club. Um, there's a whole cl- really. There's the ukulele club of Winnipeg. You're yes. not just sitting here fucking with me. I am not. <laughs> well, I've it's got a lot uh, of living to do. 
It's a great group of people. Um, they get together every second Sunday at the King's Head Pub in the afternoons. Cool. Well, there we go. And uh, every third Tuesday at Casa Grande Pizzeria on Sargent. I do um, like pizza. I like it pizza. Or not. That place is really good, too. And their pizza is great. It's awesome. Yeah. This body is so built pretty much solely on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I just kind of, yeah, went from being part of the group to being asked to open for a friend's CD release cool. party, and here we are, so, yeah. Well, this might be an offensive question to the ukulele <laughs> people, because obviously if there's a club, there's obviously a lot of people who are into it, but um, there's a quite a club here I, think, today. I think a lot of people, they see a ukulele and they have an idea in their head of, you know, novelty instrument, Hawaiian instrument, uh, Tiny Tim, like there's all these ridiculous things they associate it with, yeah. uh, but clearly there's been a lot of people doing ukulele music, like seriously, and there's uh, obviously a lot of people who play it. Um, how did you get into why did you pick this instrument? Um, well, a couple of things. Uh, first of all, there's a great um, songwriter, musician, uh, guy by the name of Shotgun Jimmy. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, who is from the East Coast, but he's married to a lovely lady in Brandon, um, and he's now in Manitoba. So I saw him do a show, and he did a bunch of covers on a soprano ukulele towards the end of the show, and it just blew my mind. I'm like, cool. wow. I didn't know you could do that with that instrument. So it was interesting, and it's super easy to learn. Um, so to pick one up and learn a couple chords, and easy to get started. Cool. Well, that white wood you have here, it obviously is more advanced than the typical kid ukulele. I think a lot of people have kicking around their basements and mm -hmm. things like that. I mean, it looks like, like you said, a mini guitar, right? Um, I think they all do to me. They all do. <laughs> but that's because I'm so technically proficient in instruments right, yeah, yeah, that yeah. I can just, I, I just see one thing and get confused. <laughs> <laughs> so what I mean, what differentiates this, for example, from you know n not the plastic ones, but there's those kind of cheapo wooden ones that a lot of people have, you know, the kids use or they use to just tool around with. Well, it's made of solid wood for starters. Okay. That sounds like a bonus. Um, I have quite a few ukuleles, and all of the other ones I have are made out of laminated wood, just kind of crappy cheap. Um, this one's made of solid maple. Um, and it's got a resonator in it, like a little dobro guitar. Cool. Um, it was made in Winnipeg Beach uh, by a luthier named Fred Casey. Um, and I love it. It has a nice sound. That's awesome. Yeah. So did you actually have to seek out like a ukulele luthier or is there... Um, well, he's part of the club. Okay. So okay. <laughs> um, every once in a while, he'll have an open house at his workshop out in Winnipeg Beach where we all go out and get to play all of his wonderful oh, cool. instruments awesome. and That's check awesome. them all out. So it's kind of like, yeah, you're shopping while you're out there. And uh, this one caught my eye and was uh, gifted to me by another member of the ukulele cool. club. So it's very special. So is there an actual community of people regularly playing shows with ukuleles? I mean... Or Not really playing shows, no. It's just more of sort of a every couple weeks get together and pick a song out of the book and okay. have a beer and have some fun. Are there, uh, I, I mean, I guess first of all, for what you do, I mean, w I know you do cover songs mm -hmm. on this, uh, and you, you mentioned before when we were talking about getting you on the show that you tend to do more kind of rootsier um, type of music. Is mm -hmm. that typically what people play on ukuleles in the club or from your experience or is it pretty wide open? Ah. Ukuleles in the club, just to interrupt, ukuleles. is probably <laughs> the strangest <laughs> phrase I've heard in a while. <laughs> the, the imagery there just not didn't go with the conversation. It could happen. It, it, it could happen. 
Um, I myself, like I'm a, I'm a folky, I love alt country music, so for me it's sort of rootsy folky music. Yeah. Um, when we get together as a big group though, it tends to be music that um, is sort of accessible for everyone to play. Um, so we play everything from like Baby Beluga uh, to You Are My Sunshine, um, lots of Beatles songs, you know, just kind of a little bit of everything. Cool. Yeah. So um, we're going to have you play some songs in a minute. Um, and the one thing I wanted to ask about the cover songs, is that, I mean, do you do your own music as well? Or are you strictly interpreting other people's music on the ukulele? Or? So far, interpreting other people's music. Um, someday, I hope that uh, inspiration will strike me and right. uh, a song or two will come out. But so far, it's just been uh, covers of stuff that I really enjoy listening to and also fun to play. Okay. Are these covers of things that are already kind of set up to be played on ukulele or do you have a lot of reworking them to do to kind of make them fit the instrument? Um, it's a little bit of everything. Like some songs you can tell were written on ukulele. Like for instance, uh, the song Something by the Beatles okay. was written by George Harrison. For sure on ukulele. You can tell just the way it falls under your fingers that that's how it was written. Um, other songs, it's, yeah, you just kind of take it and make it yours. Cool. Okay, well, yeah, we're going to have you play some songs. So if you want to um, go up to the mic over there. Right. And uh, we... As people who've been at our last show will know, we tend to talk while the performances are not over the performances, but we uh, <laughs> we have microphones. And we don't know what to do with them while you, the songs are happening. You so. really can't shut me the fuck up yeah. once you give me this yeah. mic. Yeah. Well, now I'm just gonna be quiet. Now, now, now you should be quiet. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm so, sorry. Aaron, if you can introduce the song and maybe tell us why you decided to cover it, that would be great. I gotta say, you're really good at this hosting thing, hey? You've got like questions and encouragement. <laughs> it's uh, it's heartwarming. Well, you swear and drink a lot. It's well, good, dude. Well, almost there, buddy. Sounds good so far. Okay. Um, so the first song I'm gonna do is an old song. It was written in 1949. Uh, it's called Enjoy Yourself, It's Later Than You Think. Oh, I know that song. The specials did it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have covered it. Guy Lombardo, Tommy Dorsey, Doris Day. Cool. Um, the specials. The specials. The specials. Todd Snyder, who I love, is this Austin guy. Um, yeah, it's got a good message, and it seems like a good song to start the holiday hangover show with. Awesome. So... You're still in the pink The years go by As quickly as a wink Enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself It's later than you think You work and work for years and years You're always on the go You never take a minute off Too busy making dough Someday you say you'll have your fun When you're a millionaire Imagine all the fun you'll have in some old rocking chair enjoy yourself it's later than you think enjoy yourself while you're still in the pink the years go by as quickly as a wink enjoy yourself enjoy yourself it's later than you think you're gonna take that ocean trip no matter come what may you got your reservation, but you just can't get 
thinking of while listening to that um, and thinking about the fact that there's a ukulele club and lots of people who play the ukulele are there ukulele bands like are there I mean I know you mentioned soprano ukulele earlier so obviously there's different types of instruments I mean are there actual groups that are made up strictly of ukulele players there are yes they're sort of a small group but there sure are yeah that's cool yeah I guess the ukulele drums horrible joke ukulele drums just forgot I even said it all right As I was saying it, I realized it was a bad, bad joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> I poured you water, and you come up with ukulele drums? <laughs> Shit! All right, okay, well... So, are there, are there um, kind of standards on the ukulele that sort of everyone... Maybe not everyone, but, I mean, if you're looking to pick up the instrument that is sort of the easiest thing to learn or the most common thing that everyone sort of knows that are written for the ukulele, or...? Uh. Nothing specifically for the ukulele, I don't think. Um, most people start with like the sort of songs that you think of that are sort of standards or either children's music, things yeah, that yeah. involve two chords or three chords that everyone, no matter what their level of expertise is, we can all get together and sort sure. of play them. So, yeah. So and it's like mini punk rock. Like a tiny sort of. Punk yeah, rock. yeah, totally. Um, yeah. The other thing that's super <laughs> popular for ukulele is music, anything from the 1920s, 1930s. Okay, I can see that. Sort of yeah. like the heyday of ukulele. Well, the first heyday, anyways. The first um, heyday of ukulele. Yeah, ukuleles. there's been a couple because there was like the 1920s and 30s. And then you had Tiny Tim. Yeah, yeah. Right, um, and right now there's a whole new wave of ukulele people, a uh, new revival. Apparently uh, here too. Yeah. Yep, oh. courtesy of uh, we've got a young ukulele artist uh, by the name of James Hill, a great Canadian uh, player. He's like in his mid 30s and he's a virtuoso. There's cool. Jake Shimabukuro from uh, Hawaii who also puts his own spin on things, and yeah, so. Cool, we're, in, yeah. we're in the third wave, I think. We learn something new every day. <laughs> third wave ukulele. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. Well, what, what do you, what, what's the next song you have? Uh, because we're doing the holiday hangover show, and I played it a couple other times throughout this holiday season, I'm going to do Mele Kalikimaka. Oh, awesome. Awesome. <clears throat> so, yeah. 
Melikalikimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun will shine by day and all the stars at night. Melikalikimaka is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Melikalikimaka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. I'm glad you did that because we have absolutely no holiday content uh, prepared. Uh, Unless uh, you do. No, uh, until she mentioned it, I forgot this was the holiday hangover show. So, we you know. We need to call it something. <laughs> we did need to call it something. So, uh, we're going to, I mean, you're, you're going to do another song and you'll still be sitting is down Is that here a tiny banjo? This is a banjo lele. Wow. See, there could be ukulele drums. Yeah, there could be. U- now, now I feel bad for calling Sam down on the ukulele drums comment. It's, it's the happiest. Clearly, I'm the fucking idiot in this situation. It's the happiest instrument on earth. It makes me, I, it I don't know awesome. if you can tell, but I'm glowing just looking yeah, at yeah, that fucking really thing. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> Shit. Um, so we are going to have you do the one more song, and you're going to come sit and yeah. hang out with us for the rest of the show, too. But uh, maybe, like, how do people find out about this, the club and about just playing ukulele in Winnipeg in general? Um, well, there's two ways to find out about it. Um, so the Ukulele Club of Winnipeg has a website. Uh, I believe it's the ukuleleclubofwinnipeg.com. I could be totally wrong about that. Um, and then we also have a Facebook site, which is how I found them. Okay. Um, so yeah, and it's two websites. Open to everyone. Like it's it, open to everyone. Beginner experience. No intimidation from the no masters. No intimidation. The friendliest group of people. Could you imagine you ukulele meet. bullies? Right? Like you just walk in and they just mean mug you and they're like, fuck you think you're doing here? That ukulele is bush league. Yeah. No, it's a super welcoming community. And it, there's a really wide age range as well. Okay. Like people bring their little kids to strum and sud. So there's like five-year-olds and nine-year-olds and awesome. 11-year-olds there uh, all the way up through, you know, senior citizens and whatnot. So, cool. yeah. So fun. what are you going to play on that adorable thing? Uh, I'm going to play a song by a Canadian songwriter by the name of Jeff Burner. He's from Vancouver, and I really like him a lot. Cool. Um, he writes really great songs. Um, he's really good friends with uh, this other great songwriter named Carolyn Mark, also from that area. She's from Victoria. Um, and they re- recorded this song together, a song of his called uh, It's All Just a Matter of Where You Draw the Line. <clears throat> Used to know a drummer was a real up-and-comer Had the looks and the shots right down and Though it's a cliche, it was accurate to say He had a girl in every town 
then he met the kind he couldn't get out of his mind. They made a home and he loved her so. Like a laboratory rabbit, he was marked by the habit, and sometimes he left the party too slow, you know. I've been true to you, rest easy, cause everything's fine. It's all just a matter of where you draw the line. I used to know a girl, she got married too early, and her husband was often out of town. And so her best friend Bridget would come over for a visit when the loneliness was getting her down. Well, it was no big deal. They just liked to drink tequila and set off the smoke alarms. We'll play a little checkers, dance to old records, and wake up in each other's arms. We'll wanna know if I've been true to you. Rest easy, cause everything's fine. It's all just a matter of where you draw the line. St. Augustine said original sin made him dive into the pits of flesh. But Jesus forgave him, and then he behaved himself. Anyway, that's what he said. Well, I would venture to guess that when it was time to confess at the end of the saintly day, it was still a little hard not to turn to the Padre, take a deep breath and say, been true to you, rest easy, cause everything's fine. It's all just a matter of where you draw the line. I wanna know if I've been true to you, rest easy, cause everything's fine. It's all just a matter of where you draw the line, the line, the line, the Awesome. Big awesome. hand for Aaron, everybody. That was great. So I get the impression we have a lot of ukulele fans here, so, <laughs> which is great. It's great. It's really cool. Um, we should probably do an episode at some point about the ukulele club I, itself I, I in the future. I would, like, yeah, I would yeah, like a whole like ukulele a episode. Idea. Yeah, but um, so Aaron's going to stay on stage with us, um, and she's going to contribute to the rest of the rest yeah. of the show. So come and take a seat over here. Hopefully and she's going to swear a little bit, at least. Well, you've been doing all of it so far. Well, fucking right. <laughs> but someone else has got to pick up the fucking torch every now and then. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that... Uh, with the roots kind of folk country, that's the whole genre of music. I think people who are interested in that will probably also be interested in our next guest. Oh, um, more than likely. Our next guest is someone who's been on the show before. Um, I was Since it's the end of the year, I was calculating the kind of uh, download counts of all the episodes we had in the past year, and the, his appearance was one of the most popular. So we're really happy to have him back. Uh, he's a... Uh, Probably the one local performer who has been um, talked about the most by other musicians on our show. Uh, every time we have anyone who plays country music, they've always brought up how great this guy is and how much they like what he does. So, um, <laughs> And I'm going to say today is the, the first time I've actually laid, laid eyes on him. And you see him and you're like, fuck that guy's country. <laughs> so if uh, Quentin Blair can come to the stage um, and uh, we can talk to him about country music. It looks pretty country. Yeah, look pretty. That's that's pretty country. Yeah. So yeah, grab a mic and. Uh... Also, I poured you some water as well. well. Thank you, my friend. You're welcome. I don't know if we're going yet. 
Oh. Yeah, we're going, yeah. Yeah, yeah. check two. Well, oh, I don't know. Are you going? I, I don't think I'm going. I oh, hear you now. oh there, you there we yeah. go. Mr. Quentin Blair. Yeah. Right on. Well, so thanks yeah, for the water. Thank you for Quentin, everybody. Even you haven't heard him yet, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, since the last time we had you on the show, which, mm-hmm. of course, I'm, I'm not assuming everyone's heard here, but um, it seems like you've been doing a lot. I mean, you recently won a Manitoba Country Music Association Award. Mm-hmm. So, what can you tell us about that? I mean... That's a that's a that's a whole that's a whole of local music that maybe a lot of people aren't into or don't know about uh, who are more into, you know, the type of music we usually have on the show. Yeah, yeah. So, well, the uh, country music just in general, it's uh, it's a genre onto itself that has its own sub awards and sub industry. Um, so it's very very strong. I mean, you can look at uh, the the country music awards. Be, those will be the CMAs. Yeah. Then you'd have the Canadian country music awards, which would be the CCMAs. And then we have the Manitoba Country Music Awards, which are the MCMAs. So uh, I was pretty uh, honored this year to win the Roots Artist of the Year. And the funny part is that I run one Roots Artist in a country organization, and all of my friends who play legitimate Roots music say, but you're not Roots. <laughs> I said, well, th- because of that subgenre, in the country world, I'm Roots. Right. In the general scheme of music, I'm country. So it's like... I live in my own little world, I guess. But we discuss this a lot on the show. Actually, the entire genre, subgenre, yeah, yeah, yeah. everything gets kind of confusing once mm-hmm. you start cutting things up. Yeah. So what do you what do you call it though? I mean, uh, do you consider yourself a roots artist? Well, it's a r- the roots artist category would be essentially like Americana, right? Right. But it, you know, if I go around advertising myself as an Americana artist, you know, in small town Saskatchewan, they say, "Ah, we're just looking for a country band." <laughs> I would never get shows. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. you know, in Canada, we call it roots country. So. It's kind of uh, some of the other nominees in that category would be uh, folks like Ridley Bent and Del Barber and Sierra Noble and kind cool. of in that country and in the uh, and in the folk world sort of thing. So, so what does that do for you to win that award? I mean, does that kind of raise your profile? I, I know that you already play a lot of shows, especially kind of on the rural circuit. But mm-hmm. I mean, does that give you more name recognition? It, yeah, it, it's. Um, you know, they haven't given out awards at the Manitoba Country Music Association for, I think, about 15 years. So this okay. is the first year that they were back. Um, and I've been completely blown away by the, uh, the, the opportunities that arise because of it. So I'm, I'm completely thrilled to um, have a busy summer this year. So cool. As cool. a result. How do, you, uh, how do you fit into kind of the Winnipeg? I think we did talk about this last time I had you on too, but uh, it's something that does come up also every time we talk to anyone with any kind of country um, background is just the the weirdness of what Winnipeggers want to hear for country <laughs> music. I mean, does that uh, just looking at the list of nominees and winners for for those awards? A lot of them are kind of are acts that I have not heard of, kind of playing the type of shows that I would go to right. for country music. So right. I mean, are they totally separate? Well, I again, I feel like I live in my own little world because I don't play Cowboys Roadhouse, right? And no reason other than the fact that I don't listen to modern country. Right. So, you know, I, I play a lot of rodeo dances, a lot of country fairs. Um, country is kind of that, uh, a genre that there's a lot of credibility and a lot of assumed knowledge of the genre. Like, you can't go in and say, oh, I play, you know, country music and I don't know who George Jones is or something right. like that, right? So you, you, there's a lot of reverence for the traditions of country music. So... Um, you know, sometimes when you run into it, I'm not a cover artist. I just know a lot of country music. Right. I write a lot of country music as well. So for me to go in and play a show, uh, to play a rodeo dance, I can play, you know, three sets of music just for whatever. So anyways, um, living in that world of my own, the clubs that I play, 
I'm pushing a lot of original music and I'm and I'm trying to do my thing. But at the same point, you still got to give people what they want to hear and, yeah. and and entertain. So, um, you know, I don't play modern country. I don't play mainstream country. And and that's why, I, like, I, I I guess I felt a lot of love from the MCMA Association because. I didn't know where I fit with them because, right. you know, I, I wasn't on the same circuit per se as a lot of the other nominees. However, you branch out further and, you know, we're all playing the same rodeos. So, you know, I just maybe play a lot of them. kind of wish I played country music so I could say shit like we play the same rodeos and mean <laughs> it, right? Yeah. Like, holy shit, that's yeah. men. It's, it's a powerful sentence to say. It it's sounds really good, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah, we'll say my first rodeo. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Another one, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those people are groaning over that one. That was, <laughs> that was almost as bad as my ukulele uh, drums. <laughs> I think that one was better, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> call, slightly, call slightly. a spade a spade, my friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to sell it. I'm trying to make the ukulele drums <laughs> yeah. happen. It's not, not happening. You got all night. Yeah, it will. <laughs> it's not happening. It's not, no, it's done. It's done. It's, it's dead. It's dead, dead and buried. Do you want to play a song? Yeah, sure. How about sure. a few songs? <laughs> yeah, same same deal. Go over, grab sure. your guitar, play a song, and give us a bit of background on what the song is. This is a great water, by the way. You're uh, welcome. I it's like been it. a while since I set a table, yeah. but I can still pour water like a motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Dead air. I don't know. I never know what to do with dead air. I think last time we just made the same jokes over and over again, and uh, I, it's almost better to just not say anything. <laughs> yeah. Feel free to join in, by the way. You got a mic. <laughs> cool. Well, I used to play. I live close to uh, Steinbeck, Manitoba seven miles from town. Um, seven miles means a lot to me. But uh, very close to the town of Steinbeck is another town called Grunthal. And uh, not many people know where Grunthal is, but I guess enough of them, I've got to be careful what I say. <laughs> but uh, I was uh, getting a regular show out in Grunthal for whatever reason. I actually don't really know why I was there every, every second Friday. But the highway sign out front of the restaurant I played at, they served uh, steak and shrimp and Quentin Blair for $8.99. <laughs> and I played there every second Friday night until the health inspector shut them down. So not to be associated with restaurants and subpar food handling practices, I went to the expensive restaurant in Steinbach, the place where they put tofu in their salad. And I know what you're saying and thinking. You're Sounds saying, awesome. That's what I'm thinking. Well, you, I, I, normally the comment I get is, you eat tofu? I don't know what tofu is, but I just figure if you're putting it in your salad, you're making money. <laughs> so I'm playing there every second, every second Saturday night until he went out of business. So um, thank you for having me here today to yeah, share my baggage. Coming. I appreciate that. So I wrote this song about that... Uh, cafe diner out in uh, out in Grunthal, Manitoba, and it's about small towns and hard times that they can go through. Uh, I wrote this song when uh, Lowen Windows is the major window manufacturer in Steinbeck. They laid off 50% of their staff, and hog and beef prices were in the tank, and there was a lot of uncertainty around that. And uh, This is about uh, finding hope and love in the midst of all the uh, struggle. You got my guitar there, man? <laughs> 
Uh, I just don't have any in the monitor. Maybe that's what it is. It's called Time Keeps on Ticking. Lived a few miles from the border One night across the line And I pulled off the highway When I saw a small town sign I ordered up some coffee That's when she caught my eye At a little cafe diner Off Highway 29 And she said I was crazy Stop here in this old town Nobody stops no more Since they shut the factory down Old men still hang around But no one stops to listen The breaks are hard Watching this town die by time It keeps on ticking So I killed a couple hours She showed me around The feed mill and the co-op The factory they shut down She told me how she grew up On a farm just east of here Black Angus crossbred heifers Her daddy team rope steer And she said she was crazy here in this old town well, everybody's moved on and the price of beef is down old men still hang around but no one stops to listen the breaks are hard watching this town die the time it keeps on ticking well they scratched and clawed the year the border closed Feeding cows that couldn't breed, they should have sold. An education that no schooling could play. And as a girl, she loved the wind down her face. And I said I was crazy to stop here in this old town. Could have missed the exit. Never turned around And if these old men still hang around I'd like to go and listen well, It breaks my heart watching this town die But tonight, well, I wouldn't miss it Quentin Blair. Wow. That was awesome, man. Thank you. One thing that uh, I feel like to be a country singer, you need to have a long story that eventually fades into the song. I feel like that was perfect. It was like, 
I don't think any other genre of music where that's important to do. Like you need to, you know, because I mean that's a story song, right? And yeah. a lot of your stuff yeah. is, is story songs. Does they're that? All, they're all story songs. Yeah. Do you think that's important to kind of? I mean, do you usually explain the background of the song before you play it, or do you, is it often just kind of go right into it? Ah, it depends on the show. Depends on the show. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, you gotta kind of bang them out as fast as you can and yeah. and don't talk till after the fourth song kind of thing. And sometimes you get to play shows like this where you're going well. You're stuck here, and I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, that was great. And that's on that's on your album, right? You got, you got the yeah, recorded yeah, that's on the on the uh, Blues Man album. Yeah. Cool. Are you uh, are you working on any new stuff recording wise? January twenty second, we roll the tape. So cool. We got a new. Uh, well, we got funding for an EP right now, so we'll do uh, four or five, maybe six songs, and then see where that takes us. But awesome. Uh, it's, it's funny. That's a, six songs is a country EP. That's a punk rock full length. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if uh, punk rock full length, it's on 145, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. Can I ask a question from the crowd? Yeah, go. Question it. from the crowd. Ladies and gentlemen, a first. Do you want to come up and talk on the mic? No, not yet. I think he's telling you. Oh, uh, well, I mean, as, a, as artists, we, we apply for funding in a n number of different places, but uh, Factor is kind of a big one that supports Canadian artists of all different genres, and Manitoba Film and Music also supports. So. Well, it's, it's a whole application process. Right. I can definitely, I can definitely connect you with some. Yeah, yeah. Just for for the folks who are listening, <laughs> this is question. like LinkedIn. I, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah <I'm laughs> hashtag. <laughs> hashtag LinkedIn. Uh, so for the folks listening, the question on the floor is uh, where, where are funding opportunities for artists in Manitoba? And uh, what I would tell you, my friend, is if you came to me and you wanted direction, what I would do is I would just send you over to Manitoba Music. That's, uh, they're the ones who know that stuff, so um, that's where I would go. So if you're an artist looking for funding. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you. I almost feel like we should just have a, for future, we, we do more of these, we should have a mic in the audience and people can come up and ask. Yeah, that. hey. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, give me <laughs> mics for everyone. The sound guy's gonna love our asses. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh yeah, let's give everyone a mic. Ryan, Sam, you're out. <laughs> I think you, no, yeah. it's gonna backfire on you. <laughs> Shit. No, but that actually is, I mean, that was a good question, right? Because a, a lot of people we have on the show are at kind of various levels of success uh, as far as playing music goes. Uh, and me, have people who just started out, people who have been doing it for 20 years, whatever. So, I mean, there is there are a lot of resources, obviously, uh, to get your music out there. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely worthwhile information. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So you got a harmonica there. What's, uh, what are you going to play next? Well, all the cool kids call it a mouth harp. I call they it do? a... Well, Which cool kids? Uh, yeah, I... I <laughs> <laughs> In my experience, anyways, <laughs> I call it a beard trimmer. That's pretty good, too. Yeah, if I cry in this next song, it's not because I'm emotionally connecting with the lyrical content. So that I've just got a beard hair stuck in <laughs> harmonica. Does this one have a, have a big lead-up story, too? It can. It can. <laughs> well, I don't want to force I wrote, it. I, mean, I wrote this song at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning. I write a lot of music at uh, terrible hours of the day, but uh, I wrote it after watching the movie Crazy Heart. I don't know if okay. you've seen Crazy Heart that... Uh, Jeff Bridges thing? Jeff Bridges, yeah. yeah. He plays a washed-up honky-tonk singer whose career is going really the only direction that any honky-tonk career goes, and that is slowly <laughs> downhill. 
And I hope that one day with enough hard work and dedication, I can reach that mountaintop that they call success. <laughs> but uh, I couldn't sleep after watching that movie, and so I, I wrote the song. It's the title track. It's kind of cool because I wrote the song, like, very slow. And I didn't really like the tune. And then... Uh, I was at a band practice, and, and that in itself is a funny word because, well, we don't really like to practice that much, so. He's doing the story for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like when no. the, the chord's coming in while you're talking to it. It's perfect, yeah. <laughs> this is all rehearsed, isn't it? it, it no, it wasn't planned at all. I just have a microphone, and these people are stuck here, and they're, they're, they're listening, so I'll tell them. So I wrote, as I was at this band practice, and, and they said, well, what else you got, Q? People call me Q, because that's short for Quinton. So <laughs> I would never have guessed. <laughs> so I thought this, it was spelled with a K. <laughs> <laughs> a K-W? Actually, pe people call me Clinton all the time, and I just laugh. But uh, so they said, what else you got, Q? And I played them this song, and, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm really going to keep it around or what. And they said, no, no, it's a good tune. So I, I kind of developed it a little bit more. Um, so it's Blues Man. It's actually on my album twice. So the album is 10 songs long and Blues Man is on it twice because one time we did the slow version, which some people like, and then we also do kind of a, a more upbeat punk which rock Which one version. are you going to do today? I'm going to do yeah. the upbeat Well, I guess we'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, let's go upbeat. Yeah. yeah. Call him a blues man Following a broken heart Whiskey burns throw Cigarettes lie the dark Old boots new and shiny Almost twenty years ago He got him right before he stepped on stage At a two-bit rodeo well, Come on blues man Go ahead, play us one more song Come on, blues man The one we know so we can sing along Come on, blues man Whoa, blues man Take Never bought, sold, played out I'm Chasing a money maker It's 300 miles from town to town And he's fighting to keep it together Takes everything he's got To put bread on the table In the morning he looks up to his old friend As he's peeling back the label Well, come on, blues, man Go ahead, play us one more song Come on, blues man The one we know so we can sing along Come on, blues man Oh, blues man Take me home
cold highways and old motels and friends in every town and all the pills the pain of his age won't ever shut him down bar bands can't keep up and people out of touch he wonders why he picks a 45 and he loves the road so Lefty Tie singing of his brothers. Lefty Sue and some others on the run from Uncle Sam. Oh, and old Blues Man. Come on, Blues Man. Go ahead, play us one more song. Come on, Blues Man. One we know so we can sing along Come on blues man Oh blues man Take me That was awesome. I like the fast version. Thank you. I've never heard the slow version, but I like the fast version. <laughs> well, he was starting to play the slow version. Wow. I can play it. We've got enough time. No way. <laughs> oh, we no, got, no, we're okay. No, we, we're we're got, we got I'm, I'm off till Tuesday morning. We got time. <laughs> Kay, you come over to my house. You just call him Kay? Yeah, well, I thought we decided it was KW. <laughs> I thought it was Clinton. Clinton. K instead of Q? Yeah. <laughs> Co-Winton. <laughs> So, uh, do you, uh, we were talking about gear before when Aaron was on about the uh, ukuleles, and uh, I mean, and uh, I bought my daughter a ukulele for Christmas. Actually, awesome, awesome. She's there four. I tuned it to Open C, and now we play Jingle Bells without the chord change. How soon till she joins the club? Hmm? How soon till she joins the club? <laughs> I believe they have a website. <laughs> about another nine hours, I guess. <laughs> um, do you have one of those guitars that has your name written in the frets? No. <laughs> okay, that's can a country I thing. Stop that's you? a country <laughs> thing. <laughs> He's got the that hat, he's got the, that, the, the, that, the voice and the sound, he's got the intros with the chords happening and the talking. You but know, that's, that's I, a country I don't, thing? I don't, yeah, well, that's a thing. Oh, that's a, that's thing, a yeah. big thing. Because yeah. I know, like, Andrew Neville, I always see he's got his own name written on everything he's wearing, pretty much, but yeah. I've never seen, <laughs> never seen it in, in the frets of a, of a guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah no, no, yeah. No. It's, uh, Apparently, it's, I, it's a big I, thing in the country world. I don't I, know. It started back in the 70s, you know, like, Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah. Did Elvis have it? I don't know. Probably. I think he had one in handwriting and like cursive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm yeah, sure no, Elvis had a lot of things that most people don't have. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah. No, it's definitely a thing. I don't actually want to get my name written on it. I actually want to get horses at, like, at all the. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the oh, five and seven and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Or or just ni a nice one on the pick guard. And I'm and I'm demonstrating this and there are no Nobody dots can on my guitar <laughs> and there's no pick guard no, on yeah. my guitar. So and yeah. and it's an audio medium, so most people are gonna be hearing this like in a few weeks uh, on the internet. So they're not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they can they can imagine. Last time I'm on the show. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that the beauty of the podcast, though? They can imagine. Right. Right? Yeah. It's like reading really a book, only you, yeah, it's yeah. my irritating voice instead yeah. of your own. And they just get mad that we didn't cut it out. Like, why didn't we cut out the part? <laughs> why the <laughs> fuck is that guy still talking? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I ask him when I listen back to you every week. 
Sorry. <laughs> so, um, I, I mean, I guess like with, with the, the the fret, you know, names and all that. I mean, you got the hat. Is the, is do you feel that you need to have a certain look to do what you do? Is there an expectation of the hat, or I don't think so. No, you just like the hat. I, hat expectation. I, I just wear the hat, yeah, and it just lives in my truck. So fair enough, yeah. It's with me, and he has a truck, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Try to try to find parking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, came early because last time I was here, I was driving my minivan because you know every great country band has a minivan, and uh, I couldn't find parking. No, actually, that's that tr- that's not a true story. I had the truck here last time too, and I just I drove around forever trying to find a parking spot. And yeah, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that you weren't kind of s- slowly strumming chords as you were talking about the minivan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, please keep going. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with that. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. I don't know which direction to take on this. It's kind of funny because you got, I've got all this new music written. Yeah. And I play it every night. But I kind of feel like I have to keep it a little bit special too. So I don't know which of the new songs to play. I only wanted to play one. That's why I played two off of the old record. Right. Old record. A couple years old, but... Um, Okay, well, we're going to, um, you, you can play one more song, and we're going to have you come down, and we encourage all of the previous guests to speak on the microphone, so, you, you know, when the next guy comes up, Aaron, He's please feel free to talk, to Quentin, feel free to talk. No, but he might, you know, this precedent has been set of the he, guests not speaking. He's not so being he might, so subtle about it. Yeah. He's talking <laughs> to you. He sure shit are. is not there talking is. about That's me. That's probably true. That's probably true. We need that microphone in the audience again. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do, we do. Um, so yeah, y- before you do your last song here, um, do you want to let people know where they can find your music, uh, what the best way to hear more of what you do is? Mm-hmm. QuintonBlair.com. It's pretty easy. Or my, my Twitter handle will be at QuintonBlair. With my a KW? Yeah. <laughs> 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 or, uh, yeah, Facebook and iTunes would be a place to buy my music cool. or... Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so if what, you what buy, if you even buy music still, is that a thing? I don't know. I think yeah, so. Do you, do you buy I music? hope so. Yeah, I still buy music. Yeah. Well, I wrote this song um, after happening. after the MCMAs because uh, because my buddy Blake Berglund from out uh, in Regina he drove in for that. Uh, we kind of work on the same circuit. I do all the rodeos in Manitoba. He does them in Saskatchewan and whatever, we're always kind of talking about different things together, so we're good buddies. And then uh, Del Barber's actually the one that introduced us to each other. So Del was in town, Blake was in town, Blake was staying at my place, and uh, we started writing this song, and, and uh, Del went out hunting, and he came back and added in two lines on the chorus, so I guess he gets a co-write on it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is a, a tune I wrote with, with Blake and, uh, and Del. It's called... Uh, Follow him around. I never remember the name of it. Just follow him around. Memorable. It's a memorable title. But uh, what, it, what it actually talks about is... Um, <laughs> it talks about the pressures of farming because uh, I, got a, I, I know a bunch of people who've had f- like farms in the family for 100 years, maybe more, and there's a lot of pressure on those younger generations to keep on farming, even though farming is such a tough, tough uh, a business to be in. So uh, it, it's kind of like the struggle to keep moving on because that's what everyone else in your family did and you feel that that's what they expect, so. (laughs) 
round bell feeders at 70 still. A three wire fence wraps around this field. No good comes to the mailbox anymore. Cattle picked through the last of the hay. Was all full of mold cause it bailed in the rain. Turn them out just to graze on the standing corn. And here's a man's goal to keep it all tied down. When he feels the ghost, I'm following him around. Cutting it out, driving it out Stealing her bones for another cash crop Some days I think they'll let anyone buy this ground Is it oil money running small town store Where they stole it from steel town the night before Send it away for the day to send it back again Has man Down and when he feels gold, I'm following him around. Could it be the age? Could it be this town or the politics that follow you around? Has man supposed to keep it all tied down? When he feels go, I'm following him around. Well, it won't be long till the wind blows in. Stripping the leaves as the frost settles in Second pair of socks just to walk across the kitchen floor Has a man supposed to keep it all tied down When he feels the ghost I'm following him around Following him around All right. Yeah. Thank you very much, Quinn. That was great. Thank you. So come take a seat over here on the on the panel and we uh we have one more guest we're gonna invite up in a second. Um You still have plenty of water, Quentin. Plenty of water, plenty of very expertly poured water. Wow. And um I don't like to toot my own horn because the word hero gets thrown around a lot these days. <laughs> But uh, you're right. I do pour a hell of a glass of water. I feel like um, a lot of people have an association with this show with unprofessionalism and randomly thrown togetherness. But um, I got to say tonight, we are knocking it out of the fucking park. (laughs) (laughs) But um, there is kind of like a rhyme and reason to uh, the way that the the, the lineup was set up. I mean, there's a connection between the two of you who are sitting here with the, the Roost music. And Quentin, you sing a lot of songs that are specific to Manitoba, specific to certain towns and areas in Manitoba. And our next guest 
also tends to sing a lot about Manitoba, about Winnipeg. And uh, yeah, so I mean, we're gonna. He's already up here. <laughs> he's he's yeah. already halfway halfway to it. You've so. seen this organ sitting on stage uh, for the whole show, and uh, he's about to do something really cool with it. But uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure he's got some sort of uh, Sega Game Gear <laughs> that he's now putting uh, fresh batteries into. But when he's uh, when he's got the batteries in, uh, Smokey Tiger is gonna join us and uh, talk a bit about. Well, I mean, we talked earlier about the first time I ever saw Smokey, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, it was the Mouth Boat. What was that place called? The Label. The Label Gallery. The Label Gallery on uh, on Portage Avenue, which is now, I believe, uh, all you can eat sushi joint. Probably. Um, and and I, w- I was there r- randomly, and we, I think, had no one to fill the third slot. And this guy just came up from downstairs, like this random dude came up from downstairs with an organ. He's like, "Well, I've never really done this before, but I can play." And we were like, who the fuck is this guy? And it turns out he is uh, Smokey Tiger. Who is sitting at the end of the He's table. sitting so at the end yeah. of the table. Hi. The <laughs> most reasonable sunglasses I've ever seen uh, for a Sunday night in a dive you bar in Winnipeg. I got these sunglasses because I tr- attended a New Year's Eve orgy <laughs> party. And they were handing out these sunglasses at the door. So. <laughs> is that a typical type of uh, eyewear for an orgy party? What? You've Apparently, yeah. Orgy, Orgies, wigs. Uh, well, it was a secret location. <laughs> like, you know that movie Eyes Wide Shut? And everybody yeah, had the masks on and yeah. that whole thing. So, yeah. But there was a lot more chicken wings and uh, poutine involved. Chicken wings. Yeah, it was like an orgy at Sal's. Yeah. Oh, man. With that, that little old lady from the Ellis location serving you, you know, she's always yelling because you're stealing the salt shaker. I've uh, been there, brother. Been there. Yeah, I'll, I'll invite you guys along next time for sure. Oh, I'm, you're I'm, wearing I'm the Chippendales outfits and all that. I could see you guys, both you guys in yeah. Chippendales outfits, actually. Yeah. Orgy itself sounds great. <laughs> Orgy itself sounds great. We named this thing the wrong name. The show should be called yeah. Orgy itself. Orgy itself sounds great. Actually, Orgy itself, I've been saving that one up. It came it's up at title. the party. It it's came up. Title. I was like, Orgy itself. It's the greatest meme. I think I'm yeah. going to name my new band and my new album and my cat and my firstborn <laughs> child. Orgy itself. So at is the middle name? Orgy Sells? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually am jealous we didn't take that name because this show we interview local musicians all the time. Orgy of Sells would have been perfect. <laughs> Instead we have this random thing that's just like a, a reference someone made watching a horror movie seven years so ago. So Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah. Orgy of Sells, great. So okay, I mean you are very Winnipeg-centric though. I mean a lot of stuff you write is about Winnipeg, about aspects of Winnipeg, about Manitoba. Like... I mean, I don't want to say why. Obviously, you're you're here, you're from here. But what is the appeal to you about writing? Songs yeah, you about said it. First of all, I mean, I, I was born here. I was born actually in that hospital, a block away. Cool. So Man, I haven't really, I haven't really made it very far, right? Born. <laughs> <laughs> Literally born two blocks yeah, away yeah. from here, and so it's like um, I need to go local for, to the source. You know, like yeah. if you're gonna, if I'm gonna make always a song, show up at the source, and I'm gonna tell you why they got great deals on USB. <laughs> I always shop at the source for my songs because it's like um, it's not only th- where I'm from. It's just the the spirit here is so strong. It's like a it's a very you, you go to New York City, you go to Berlin, you go to Amsterdam. And I've mo- never been to any of those places. And, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. In all those once. places, you'll go to the hippest party. You'll go in there. And who's there? It's somebody from Winnipeg. Winnipeg is truly, and you get everyone laughs, but truly, Winnipeg is at the forefront of human civilization. <laughs> <laughs> That's another name for an album title right there. <laughs> I like that. 
So um, you've been, I mean, you've been in Smoky Tiger, like as, as Ryan was saying. We for, we both first saw you. I think it was like 2007 yeah. or something. Yeah, that was that was a long time ago. You were just like, the guy with an organ, and it was great, and we loved it. But I mean, how how long are you? This has been like an ongoing thing, right? You've been yeah, like I'm 55 years old right now, so I've been playing <laughs> in this city for about 30 years. He came out of retirement tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the orgy. After wow. Well, Orgies rejuvenate you enough that you can play one last show. Tell you, even is, when you're 76 yeah, we years got old, ha- we got hashtags or whatever for this one. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna hashtag this. Those hash- are air quotations, ha- sir. <laughs> I might not know what a hashtag is, but this I do know hashtag, what an air quotation it? is. Is, is there a hand sign for hashtag? Go to Therme Spa. Let's go to the Therme Spa after this show because the Therme Spa. I got a guy. Like I don't best. know if you're being serious because everything's in quotation. Have marks. you been to? Do you guys know about Therme? I know what it is. Yeah, I, yeah. I've got a well, guy. Talk, if you can drive us there, I got a guy who's got keys. Talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not keys to the spa, but he's got keys. Talk. Ab- <laughs> talk. Talk about revitalization. I suggest we all, you know, after the orgy or, and then, you know, in between Sal's, somewhere in between there, Therme, orgy, Sal's is a, is a match of it. Yeah. I got a jumbo box of uh, Honey Nut Cheerios and some soy milk that went bad last month. Trust me, we don't need no spa. Man, this is truly uh, degenerating into, I have no, like, uh, it started I, as like an interview. Or, I'm fairly uh, certain you and I should not be sitting across from one another right now. What do you guys want to know? Uh, well, last time we had you on was about a year ago. It was, uh, I think, January 2014, or 15, sorry. And uh, I know you're working on an album then. What have you got going on now? Did that album come out? Do you have an album that's... Uh... Oh, something's going on over there. He's pointing at stuff. If, if, if you're not here right now, he's just pointing at stuff. <laughs> just gesturing at, at the loose fit guys. Uh, yeah, he's, he's pointing at somebody else's turntable, so... We'll Are we going to just listen to the record here? That's oh, where oh, where's the camera? Where's nice. the camera? Focus in on this. Focus in on this. <laughs> uh, Rainbow Tiger. This is my debut album. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not my debut. Like, it's like, like my 30th albums, right? album. Yeah, yeah. I make it. And, but this one, yo, Rainbow Tiger, check it out. Just released it. Yo, pretty sweet. It's got uh, 10 tracks on there. I like how you have to look at the back to see how many tracks are on your own record. The one that just I tell came you, out to- uh, you know, one time I'm gonna, b- I'm boasting, but one time on uh, CKUW, I was in a real good spurt over the winter. I, th- I was on EI and had a lot of time, so I, I made just about an album every month. And there was a, there was a moment I took a, a screenshot of the screen where I had three albums in the top ten on CKUW at the same time. That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, not. Every man from the future is a loudmouth braggart, but apparently, <laughs> Smokey Tiger is. The sunglasses, uh, they say it all. And, and you know what? I still can't afford uh, to, to pay the kitty litter for my kittens at home. So if anybody wants an album, I've got them right here. $2.50 for an That's album. That's a pretty good price for an album. Is that uh, to combat the digital thing? Or are you, is That's that pretty you're cheap kitty litter. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't, know where you, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know where your source is, but I might need that hookup. <laughs> Yeah, those kitties are starving at home. I mean, that's just, I bet that's the newest and one. And you're there. feeding them the litter. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please buy this album. It has a great picture of a rainbow tiger on the front of it. For the sake of kittens everywhere. You need to hire Quentin Blair as your pitch yeah, man. <laughs> you guys need to have a, well, it, it did get recorded. It's on oh, a podcast. It, it has been recorded. So is this just a thing then where our third guest just degenerates into complete nonsense? I think it happened or? last time. Too, All yeah. right. Yeah. All right, good. I, good. I, I don't think it's his fault, though. I think we're asking him oh, no, questions. Oh, no. I, I would say it's my fault more than his. <laughs> but uh, so, 
So I, I guess, I mean, maybe a good question is, because people may, here might not have heard you before, how do you define what you do? I mean, the organ is a very significant part of um, what people associate with you. I mean, the people have seen you play shows. That thing is floating around in some form or another, but, and usually some costumes and sunglasses and things. But what, what do you call it? How do you explain it to someone who is completely new to it? Yeah, I was thinking about this in the audience. Actually, the, I think that uh, if I'm going to choose a genre, I would say that my genre is magic. Okay. I like that. So I'm, I'm trying to uh, like, uh, step outside of the boundaries of genres and, uh, and create magic. Okay. By, How many J's and K's are in the way you spell <laughs> magic? <laughs> like, are you doing this legit or are you just some sort of uh, magician? Are you a guy with a top hat or are you in a fantasy novel? That's what, see? Sam gets me. Well, it seems like it's a joke, but after I'm done playing, I'll, I'll ask you again if you think that it was magic or not. Oh, yeah, I, I, think that I truly think it is magic. It's a, fair yeah, enough. Try, because isn't it a magical act to, to change the, the psychology and the consciousness of an audience through the own vibration that you're putting out? Yeah. And, and, to, and to what length is that ability possible? So, I mean, I've made people, girls in the crowd, take off their clothes. Or I've made, you know... Is that cells? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know... There you go. That's the joke you were looking for all night. <laughs> yeah, way better than the ukulele drums, yeah. <laughs> I redeemed myself. You know... God, so would that be could, terrible? The imagery... But, you know, on the other side... the people at Sal's taking their clothes off. It's just... <laughs> fuck, that ruined my night. But listen, on the other hand, you can also, uh, you can let out a vibration and the people in the audience absorb the vibration and they could start a revolution. And then the people themselves put the clothes back on <laughs> and we all go home without killing ourselves. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, this is degraded quickly. Okay, okay, let's hear, let's hear a Smokey Tiger song. Or maybe two. Okay, okay ladies and gentlemen, Smokey Tiger. Is this a song related to the cells orgy, or are we done with that? I don't know. I haven't really made a plan here. Are you going to have those big intros like Quentin had? <laughs> you out there, sound man? So I'm called the Smoky Tiger. How's that my sound doing out there? Spotlights hit some 
St. James, right? That's uh, Grant's Old Mill. Oh, that's Grant's Old Mill. Yeah, is it, has anybody ever been to a place called Grant Park? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, those places were named after a man. His name was Cuthbert Grant. Cuthbert Grant was a, uh, Cuthbert Grant was a uh, Métis man. So it means that he wore a, a kilt and he hunt, hunted the buffalo at the same time. He was wearing a kilt. You know, he, he was—he was—he was a, he was a proud uh, member of the Grant clan from Scotland, and yet he hunted buffalo riding on a horse in in, uh, in the prairies, in the prairies of Manitoba. They called him the Warden of the Plains.
It's, uh, it's funny because there's actually not too much of a difference style-wise from what either of these two would have been doing as well. I mean, it's very, you're playing with an organ and you have, you know, the vocal effects and things, but it's, it's a folk song, you know, I mean, yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because, it's because, I, it's because I have a country rhythm on the organ. Yeah. And it's a great story. <laughs> Perfect. And Quentin, actually, I, I chose a country rhythm for that song because I was playing with you. Oh, man. I was sitting there going, that's a phenomenal song. I wish I wrote a song like <laughs> you that. Should cover it. It. You, you should cover it. Is that, is that on uh, the Rainbow Tiger album? <laughs> no. Again, oh. I would just like to point out that uh, K.W. Winton Blair had to look at the front of the record <laughs> to remember what it was called. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Rainbow Tiger. 
Okay, listen, that first song I played, that doesn't count, right? Like, that was just... No, no, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> um, but before you, before you play another one, uh, we just want to thank everyone who came out. I mean, I know it's the end of the holidays, um, and it's kind of the worst possible day to do a show because everyone's going back to work tomorrow and things like that. But I'm, I am not going back I, to work we really, We've established yeah, this. Yeah. But uh, we really appreciate people showing up. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people are going to hear this later online and on the radio, but uh, it's really cool that people came out. To watch this and to see you guys and, and, and hear what you're doing. And also, just to, to come out and support uh, these live podcasts at The Handsome Daughter, which are occurring every few Sundays. Yeah, they seem to have a lot of them with the, uh, all the different shows on the Garbage Hill. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge thing because, I mean, you get these uh, older-type gentlemen who have maybe lost touch with the scene, <laughs> but uh, are, doing, are doing their very best to still be a part of something and, 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 and bring, you know, bring themselves and other people to, to, to see what's going on. And, uh, you know, it's nice that you come out and you support them because then they don't feel so bad when they go home and their wife's like, no one was at your show. <laughs> Just saying, um, thank you for coming out. Yeah, thanks to everyone. And thanks, thanks to all of our guests, too. I mean, uh, all of you are great. Very cool. Hopefully we introduced new music to, n- to new people. And uh, hopefully people listening to this, you know, in a week or two online and hearing it on the radio in a couple months as well will we'll be introduced to local artists they haven't heard from before. So... We appreciate it. And uh, you can hear our show on witchpolice.com and on UMFM uh, Monday nights at 11. And, yeah. yeah. We got some more Smoky Tiger? Yeah, we got some Smoky Tiger. Magic. Thanks, th- thanks again, everybody.
Awesome. Thanks again, everybody. All right, wrapping up Smoking Tiger there. Wrapping up the show, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's well. it. Come on, you can't count the first one as a song. That was like, <laughs> just like but isn't, isn't that what you said at the beginning of the last song? The first one was the Benny and the Jets thing, right? Yeah, that wasn't a real song. That was a. That was just like in my, pr- my sound check or whatever. So what, what do you got? What do you got? I got another good one here. One, one more, okay? Well, one more, sure. Yeah, this is about, uh, this is about Winnipeg. <laughs> He's, he's got the mic off the stand, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> Serious. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have, has anybody ever been to the place in Winnipeg called the North End? <laughs> I've never heard of it. Well, I tell you what, my favorite way to get into the North End is to, is to cross over the, the Salter Street Bridge. <laughs> I love that bridge. And... Uh, you know, one time uh, I was driving. This is the same thing with Quinton does. They like yeah, yeah. holding down the note. When uh, one time I was driving over there with my uncle. He, he grew up in the North End, communist, and uh, and he said we, we, we were going over the over the bridge. And he said, uh, you know, you know, he's he's, he's a straightforward man. He, he doesn't often often dream or, or make poetics. But on this particular day, as we were crossing over the bridge, he said. Andrew, wouldn't it be amazing if somebody painted the Salter Street Bridge like a rainbow? <laughs> like a rainbow. <laughs> so I wrote this song about that. It goes like this. I think it loses its effect if you don't start playing the song right away. Sorry, no, no, I, I think it gains on. effect. Watch this, though. You, I mean, Quentin, you might cry. <laughs> Cross, Cross over the Salter Street Bridge to the north end. Moses split the Nile and the flowing red river. 
Cowboys and Indians represent the North End. Ukrainian hall balling, shots ring out, the stars are falling, teenagers in love and death. Pawn shops and pool halls. Police cruisers, general strike, little girl learns to ride a bike old woman was once in love she still lives in the north end young burdened by some sausage at the local grocery store could ever guess rock and roll was blessed in the north end La Mike, back up again. I'm confused good. Thanks, see, everybody. See, Quentin fucked me up. I need a Kleenex is what I need. Yeah, yeah, for oh. tears, yeah. Oh, for tears, right. <laughs> again, hashtag tears. All right, we're out. Yeah, we got uh, these guys playing some records still, uh, Loose Fit, and uh, hopefully stay around for that because they have good good selections. And yeah, thanks everyone for coming. Thanks for you guys for playing, and yeah, we'll see you next time. Oh, I... I already stood up and put my chair away. You've so, already uh, left yeah. and come back a few times. So. Well, yeah, but I have to pee. <laughs> uh, I, I drink a lot. I have to pee. I poured you all water. Yeah, I had like three of them. I'm out. All right. Yeah, thanks, everybody. See you later.